Coming up this half hour, we'll get an update on how the White House's first dogs are adjusting to their new digs, and we'll learn all about the best ways to introduce a new pet to an unfamiliar household. We'll start with Major Biden by Nina Gaglowski, April of 2020, posted on HuffPost.com. Major Biden is a good boy who needs time to adjust, dog experts say. The White House can be a stressful place for pets, and Joe Biden's German Shepherds are no exception. Moving to the White House is rough, and that goes for first dogs as well. Within just two months of calling the Oval Office home, President Joe Biden's dog, Major, has made headlines over two reported minor biting incidents involving staff. The three-year-old canine didn't break anyone's skin or cause serious injury in either instance. Even so, some critics have been quick to call for his removal. But according to the experts, it's the critics who are barking mad. You have to think about the number of people he has to interact with on a daily basis, dog behaviorist Michael Shikashio told HuffPost. I think he needs time to meet the different staff. He needs the proper handlers. Dog bites and dog aggression are not unusual, according to Shikashio and fellow animal experts who say most cases involve a dog having some kind of fear. In Major's case, he's likely still adapting to some pretty unique surroundings. And that takes time. When a dog misbehaves, it's a human problem. Famed dog trainer and so-called dog whisperer, Caesar Milan, told HuffPost. You cannot blame someone who does not rationalize. There is no knowledge behind instinct. It's all reaction. Biden has also indicated that stress was a reason for at least the first incident, saying in an interview last month that Major was merely surprised by an unfamiliar person. Every door you turn to, there's a guy there in a black jacket, Biden said of this new home life. He stressed that the incident did not lead to any real injury. Look, Major was a rescue pup. Major did not bite someone and penetrate the skin, he said. Major was adopted from a Delaware animal shelter as a puppy, making him the first shelter dog to reside in the White House. Lindsay Hamrick, Director of Shelter Outreach and Engagement at the Humane Society of the United States, insists that he deserves a fair shake. Dogs from shelters and rescues are no different from other dogs. Every dog is an individual, she said. There's no data to support that dogs who are adopted from a shelter or rescue organization are more likely to bite. Like Milan and Chica Shio, Hamrick emphasized that Major likely needs time to transition into the role of first dog, a title he shares with the Biden's older German Shepherd champ. Dogs experience a transition period when settling into a new environment. Some dogs adjust to a new environment very quickly, while for others the transition may take a few days, a few weeks, or even a few months, she said. Introducing dogs slowly to new rooms, environments, and people can help make the adjustment period smoother, but keep in mind that each dog is an individual with different needs. Milan and Chica Shio also encourage setting indoor boundaries for Major and Champ as they get adjusted to their new home. You can't just wander around the White House, so that should go the same for the dog, Milan said. He stopped short of saying the dog is the one that needs training, however, pointing a finger instead at the humans around him. 
You can't blame an animal for misbehaving, said Milan. I understand at one point we have to make someone responsible, but we humans have to be responsible, including the people who are going to live with the dog. He encouraged those who enter the White House to check their emotions at the door and dismiss any prejudices they may have about different dog breeds. I understand the White House is not a place for people to become enlightened. It's about power. It's about politics. It's about disagreeing with other people, he said. If you are afraid of the dog, he's going to feel it. If you don't like the dog, he's going to feel it. Shikashio also encouraged White House visitors and staff not to approach the dogs, but give them their space. Based on reports that the dog nipped people's hands in both incidents, he believes someone was reaching out to touch Major or to let Major smell them, which can be a big mistake, he said. It's actually usually best to see if the dog wants to engage with the person, because most of the time, it's us humans who are getting in their space. But most dogs are afraid, he said. Though all this may sound like an unnecessary challenge to some, Milan insists the White House needs animals. Politics is chaos. It's not about harmony. It's not about balance, he said. He's the only one who wants your happiness. He's the only one who wants your love. Everyone else is about the deadline. Milan and Shikashio agree that Major's a good boy with a lot of potential. Major, I love you. I've got your back, my friend. It's not your fault, Milan declared. Poor Major just needs some time to adjust to his new surroundings, and can you blame him with all that added pressure of living in the White House? Not exactly the lifestyle of your average dog, right? Maybe his handlers would be interested in this article from the Animal Humane Society, posted on their website at animalhumanesociety.org. It's entitled, Introducing a New Pet to Your Household. Your pet will need time to adjust to its new home, and the transition may be somewhat stressful. An animal that displays a happy, playful attitude at the shelter may act wary and fearful in a new environment. Watch for cues about how your pet is feeling. If your pet seems timid, try to move slowly or just sit in the same room reading a book and let your pet come to you. If your pet is full of energy and ready to play, get out the toys right away. But be cautious. Pets can be both scared and full of energy. Modify your actions to make your new pet feel welcome. The care you take with your own behavior in early days will pay off in the future as your pet learns that you are someone to trust. Resist giving your pet the run of the house. Many animals coming from the shelter have been in a cage or kennel for days or weeks before arriving at your home. To have the run of an entire house can be overwhelming, especially if it happens too fast. Resist the temptation to let your pet run loose in the house during this first week, especially if you have other pets. Dogs. Give your new dog a week or more to settle in and feel comfortable with her new environment. If your new puppy or dog seems comfortable and relaxed, not hiding and is willing to come to you for affection and food, you can provide access to other areas of your home. If you have other pets, follow the steps for successful introductions. If your new dog is your only pet, you can give him the chance to explore. Before you begin, be sure any off-limit areas 
basement, attic, garage aren't accessible, so the first big tour doesn't end up in a frantic search. Try introducing your dog to other parts of your house while on leash so you can provide understanding of where and where not to go. On your first tour, walk around each room and let your pet sniff everything. If your pet tries to jump on something off limits, calmly redirect him to an appropriate area. Pet or play in these accessible areas to associate these locations with positive things. Depending on your dog's nature, you may need to give several guided tours on a leash before your pet understands how to behave in the house and which areas are accessible. Puppies should stay in a limited area in your home where you can supervise them until they're house trained. Some animals respond very well to an expanded living area. Others become frightened and retreat. If your pet seems more nervous now that you've given more access to the house, Slow down the introduction process to match their comfort level. Some dogs feel safest in a relatively small area and are only willing to explore other parts of the home if you accompany them. Every animal is different. Get to know what your pet prefers and try to support those preferences. Cats, because cats are more creatures of habit than dogs. A cat may choose to hide under a bed or in a closet for the first few days. Don't force interactions. Set up a small, quiet area for your new cat to establish a safe and secure environment. Give your new cat a week or more to settle in and feel comfortable with their new environment. It's best to confine to a single, quiet room with the cat's own litter box, food dish, and a box or bed. Use this time to make sure your new pet is healthy by keeping your appointment for the free physical exam. If your cat seems comfortable and relaxed, not hiding and is willing to come to you for affection and food, you can provide access to other areas of your home. If you have other pets, follow the steps for successful introduction. If your new cat is your only pet, you can provide the chance to explore. Before you begin, be sure any off-limit areas, basement, attic, or garage aren't accessible so the first big tour doesn't end up in a frantic search. When you're ready, open the door from your pet's room and just sit outside. Encourage your cat to come to you, then reward with attention or treat. Staying seated, let your cat wander freely. If the cat seems comfortable after 15 minutes, get up and go about your business in the house, but stay near enough to make sure there's no trouble. Restrict free time to less than an hour at first, but Gradually lengthen it until your cat or kitten is out in the house whenever you're home. Once your cat has found places to play and relax, move food, water, and litter box to their permanent location. If you're moving the litter box a long distance, from an upstairs bedroom to the basement, for example, set up a second box in the new location, but leave the first one in your cat's special room until the second one is used on a regular basis. If there are places your cat is not allowed to go, tabletops, counters, plant shelf, establish those rules during the first tour of the house. Placing double-sided tape on counters and tables can help teach your cat to avoid these surfaces. Rattle a can full of pebbles as your cat approaches off-limits areas to help associate the behavior with an unpleasant noise. Don't allow your cat the run of the house when you're not around until you're confident the house rules 
are understood. Some animals respond very well to an expanded living area and others get frightened and retreat. If your cat seems more nervous now that you've given more access to the house, slow down the introduction process to match their comfort level. Some cats feel safest in a relatively small area and are only willing to explore other parts of the home if you accompany them. Every animal is different. Get to know what your pet prefers and try to support these preferences. It's a jungle out there. Keep your cat indoors. Predators, disease, fast-moving cars, and toxic chemicals are just a few of the dangers cats face when allowed to roam outdoors. If you want your cat to experience the great outdoors, use a harness and leash and accompany him as he explores your yard. Always keep a collar and ID tag on your cat in the event he should accidentally get off leash or escape the house. Introducing your new pet to resident pets. If you already have pets at home, you're no doubt looking forward to a happy, harmonious relationship between all your animals. Follow the guidelines listed here to give everyone the best chance for a lasting friendship. How to introduce dogs. When you're introducing two dogs to each other, first impressions matter. How the dogs interact in their first few encounters can set the tone for their entire relationship. So follow these steps to set their relationship up for success. Tips for introducing two dogs. Let them get to know each other slowly and carefully. Have the dogs meet on leash. Keep this meeting on neutral territory like a neighbor's yard, a training center, or a tennis court. Have both dogs on leash. Take the dogs for a walk together, keeping 10 feet between them so they can't greet each other or stare. The idea is to acclimate them to each other's presence without causing tension. Have the dogs meet with leashes dragging. Keep this meeting on neutral territory. Avoid problem areas like gates, doorways, or closely confined space. The more room they have to move, the less tension there will be. Wait two minutes while they sniff each other, then call them away. If they start to play and it seems to be going well, let them play for a few minutes and then end the session. End each initial session on a good note. Have the dogs meet at home. First in your yard, then inside the house before the in-house introduction. Take the resident dog out to the yard, then bring your new dog inside. Bringing the new dog inside to meet your resident dog can cause a negative reaction. Keep each interaction short and pleasant. If signs of tension arise, separate the dogs immediately and try again later. Remember that the introduction will set the tone for their relationship, so it's important to set everyone up for success. Keep the dogs separate while you're away, either in separate rooms or crates. This is both to prevent fighting and injuries and to prevent your new dog from developing behavior like chewing and house soiling. Work to prevent conflict. While dogs can settle minor disputes with each other, such as growling the other off a toy or their own food bowl, they shouldn't be limiting each other's access to you your family, or common areas of the home. In multi-dog households, there isn't usually a dominant dog or a submissive dog. Instead, dogs' roles change depending on the context involved. For example, 
A dog that claims access to a favorite toy may let the other dog claim the couch. Reward polite behavior and manage the environment to prevent conflicts from developing. New dog and resident cat. How to introduce a dog and a cat. Despite the stereotype, many dogs and cats learn to live together peacefully. Be patient and take the introduction process slowly, but know that whether or not your pets get along will also depend on their individual personalities. Follow these steps to maximize the chances of success. Getting started. Make sure the cat has access to a dog-free sanctuary at all times. Sanctuary rooms can be any size but must have a secure door and a ceiling. The space should include a litter box, scratching post, water, food bowl, and toys. Make sure to cat-proof the space by removing any poisonous plants, medicines, fragile knickknacks, and hide or tie up cords. You might also set up some hiding places or tunnels to help the cat feel safer. Be prepared to manage your pet's interactions for the next several weeks, if not longer. Ideally, your living spaces will have multiple high areas, like shelving or furniture, that your cats are allowed on so they can easily escape the dog if needed. Keep the pets separate at first. Keep the pets separate for at least the first three to four days. Prevent any contact until your new pet has had his vet checkup and been cleared of illness. Confine your new pet in a sanctuary room with the door closed or a separate floor of your house. The goal is to allow the pets to get used to each other's presence without face-to-face -face contact. Even if they can't see each other, they can hear and smell each other. Feed them on opposite sides of a closed door. The idea is to teach them to associate the presence of the other pet with pleasant things such as food. With each feeding, move their food bowls a little closer to the closed door. Continue this process until each pet can eat calmly right next to the door. Teach basic commands. If your new pet is a dog, start teaching him basic obedience cues such as sit and down. Keep training sessions short, pleasant, and rewarding for the dog. You can learn more about training with Animal Humane Society's training school at animalhumanesociety.org. Begin face-to-face -face meetings. Once your pets can eat their food calmly right next to the door, conduct meet and greets in a common area of the house. Don't use either animal's sanctuary area. Keep the first few sessions short and calm. Keep the dog on a leash and let the cat come and go as he wishes. Do not restrain either pet in your arms, as injury could result if either pet behaves aggressively. Ask the dog to sit and reward him for calm behavior with small, tasty treats. Give your cat treats as well. If either pet demonstrates aggression, calmly distract and redirect him. Toss a toy for the cat to lure him from the room or call the dog's name and reward his attention. Return the pets to their confinement areas. Repeat sessions daily. Save your pet's favorite treats for when they're together. If the cat attempts to leave the room, allow him to do so and do not let the dog chase him. Try to end each session before either pet shows aggression or stress. Allow pets loose together. When the animals appear to be getting along well, allow them 
loose in the room together, keeping the dog's leash attached and dragging on the floor so that you can step on it and prevent him from chasing the cat if he gets excited. If tension erupts, go back to the earlier introduction steps and repeat the process. Make sure the cat has access to a dog-proof sanctuary room at all times. And proceed with caution. Continue to separate the pets when you are not there to supervise. Now, new cat and resident cat. Adding a second cat to your household? Thinking of adopting a second cat? Here are some tips that can increase your chances for establishing a peaceful multi-cat home. Selecting your second cat. Don't worry too much about the gender of the cats involved. Age and temperament are the most important factors. Adult cats will usually accept a new kitten much more easily than they will accept a new adult cat. Cats are territorial and your cat may resent an adult feline intruder. If you're able to choose from a group of kittens, avoid a kitten that's hissing, growling, or engaging in serious battle with his mates. Prefer to adopt an adult cat? Success depends largely on the personality of your present cat. If he's easygoing and the new cat is also laid back, you may have little trouble if you introduce them slowly and correctly. Introducing your new cat to your resident cat. Cats are solitary and highly territorial creatures that often require weeks or months to adjust to changes in their environment and lifestyle. For that reason, first impressions are extremely important when meeting other household pets. Cats that are introduced too quickly and fight may never live to coexist peacefully. Create a sanctuary room for your new cat. When you bring your new cat home, Confine him to one room with his own litter box, bed, food, and water for a week, or at least until he has been examined by your vet. Feed them on opposite sides of the same door. At the next meal, place the two cat bowls on either side of the door to that room. The aim is for the cats to associate the pleasurable activity of eating with the presence of the other cat. Gradually move the bowls closer with each feeding. When they can eat calmly with both bowls directly across from each other, open the door a crack for just a few seconds so they can see each other as they eat. Let your new cat explore. Once the new cat seems comfortable in his new surroundings, is eating well and using his litter box, confine your resident cat in another room and let the new cat explore the house. This allows the new cat to come in contact with the resident cat's scent without direct contact with the cat. Another option is to exchange the cat's bedding for a night. Monitor the cat's first encounter closely and limit the time they spend together at first. Some display of fearful or aggressive behavior, crouching, hissing, or ears back, is to be expected, but you want to avoid letting them establish a pattern of aggressive or fearful behavior, which may be difficult to change. If these behaviors intensify, separate the cats again and go back to step one. If they fight, distract and separate them. If an actual fight breaks out, throw a towel over them to distract them or make a loud noise to separate them. Lure the new cat back to his sanctuary room. Don't pick him up while he's still aroused and give them a few days to calm down. Do not hold either cat in your arms during introductions if either one reacts aggressively to the other cat. 
you could be scratched or bitten. Continue to provide supervised encounters with both cats watching closely for signs of tension or aggression. If one cat appears to be freezing, staring, or fixating on the other cat, have some treats or fun toys nearby to direct them away from each other. This will also continue to teach them that good things happen when the other cat is near. Tips and reminders. Be sensitive to what a big change this is for your resident cat. Give him the security of his usual routine and his own special time with you. Keep in mind that success doesn't necessarily mean your cats will be best buddies. Some cats become bonded to one another while others spend the rest of their lives avoiding and hissing at each other. Realize that either of these scenarios might happen. Your goal in facilitating introductions is to set the stage for the cats to peacefully share their living quarters. But understand you simply cannot make them like each other. This process takes time, count on two to four weeks if integrating a kitten and an adult, and four to six weeks or longer if integrating two adults. While following this protocol will maximize your chances of success, know that some cats simply never learn to coexist peacefully. If you have followed the introduction process and do not see any improvement after a month's time, especially if one cat is terrorizing or injuring the other, Long-term success may be unrealistic. Rehoming one of the cats or keeping them permanently separate may be necessary for everyone's safety. What about a new cat and a resident dog? How to introduce a dog and a cat. Despite the stereotype, many dogs and cats learn to live together peacefully. Be patient and take the introduction process slowly. But know that whether or not your pets get along will also depend on their individual personalities. Follow these steps to maximize the chances of success. Make sure the cat has access to a dog-free sanctuary at all times. Sanctuary rooms can be any size but must have a secured door and ceiling. The space should include a litter box, scratching post, water, food bowl, and toys. Make sure you cat-proof the space by removing poisonous plants, medicines, fragile knickknacks, and hiding or tying up cords. You may also set up some hiding places or tunnels to help the cat feel safer. Be prepared to manage your pet's interactions for the next several weeks, if not longer. Ideally, your living spaces will again have multiple high areas like shelving or furniture that your cats are allowed on so they can easily escape the dog if needed. As with the other scenarios, use the steps already provided. Keep the pets separate at first. Feed them on opposite sides of a closed door to teach them to associate the presence of the other pet with pleasant things such as food. Teach basic commands. If your new pet is a dog, start teaching him basic obedience cues such as sit and down. Begin face-to-face -face meetings and repeat these face-to-face -face sessions daily. Then allow pets loose together and proceed with caution. Call our pet helpline at 952-435-7738 if you need assistance with your pet. That will do it for this week. I'm your host, Mary DeFranco. I hope you enjoyed the program. Thank you for listening. Please join me next time, and don't forget, please spay and neuter your pets. It's healthy for them and the environment.